Hello, everyone. You're listening to Clockwork, a podcast examining the gears that make businesses tick. I'm your host, Peter McCarrick. We're familiar with call centers and have at least heard of the cloud. That's episode three, if you want to listen later. But today, let's talk about a little bit of both, a cloud contact center. Join me as we learn how recent events have shaped the major trends helping organizations of any size to seize the moment and provide customers with superhuman service on this episode of Clockwork. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm the Senior Vice President of Globes Enterprise Group, also known as Globe Business, the business advisor and ICT solutions provider to top corporations in the Philippines. Our guest today has 25 years of leadership in tech and media across the Asia-Pacific region, among them with Sony Pictures as Vice President and most recently with LinkedIn as the Director of Marketing Solutions for Southeast Asia, North Asia, and Japan. Now serving as the Senior Vice President of Asia-Pacific for Contact Center Software Provider Genesis, let's welcome Asaf Tarnopolsky. Hey, it's great to connect with you again. I hope you're keeping well, notwithstanding the challenges of these times. Oh man, I'm ready for this to be over, but let's be optimistic and kick off the new year well. Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. So Asaf, before we get into the nitty gritty, could you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at Genesis? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm Asaf, I'm the new-ish SVP of APAC for Genesis. I'm from California, so we have that in common, you and I, and I've worked mostly in media in my career. And so my first nine years here in Singapore, I was running the ads business for LinkedIn. And when this opportunity came along with Genesis, I thought, wouldn't it be great to be closer to the customer themselves and helping companies figure out how to deliver magical experiences and how to optimize their relationships with their customers and sort of evolve the way that they interact with customers using technology. I'm still quite new. I've only been here six months, so I'm on the learning journey, but having a great time here. It's an interesting transition you've made career-wise. Maybe if you could explain to the audience more about Genesis, you know, what they do, what industries you serve, and so on. Sure. So Genesis is a cloud contact center provider. And what that means is we have a platform and a suite of products that enables companies to engage with their customers in an omni-channel environment. So whether that's voice or chat or web or messenger, our customers use GoCCC powered by Genesis to engage with them wherever they might be and in a way that they want to be engaged with. I come in to lead the sales team and meet the needs of businesses large and small across the region in how they engage with their customers. It enables them to deliver a smart, dynamic, agile platform to engage with their customers. The partnership with Globe is designed to enable that. Of course, you and I are working in the enterprise segment, but SMB, mid-market, enterprise, our solution is capable across all of them. You used two words there that I'd like to focus on, and that was digital and agile. Certainly, things have changed quite a bit in the last five to 10 years. 
What are your observations about comparing the call centers of yesterday, you know, what you can do now that you couldn't do before? I prefer to think of it from the perspective of consumer expectation. And if you think about how you and I would interact with one another, it might be on a call, but it more likely it'd be over WhatsApp, right? And if you think about how five or 10 years ago, you or I as consumers would interact with a customer, typically it was on a call. And now consumer expectation has evolved as the technology has evolved. And so if you think about the way a company interacts with a consumer today, and it could be on chat or messenger or WhatsApp, it could be on a call, it could be in social. And so the technology needs serving the companies that want to deliver dynamic, agile experiences and that want to enable companies to make their consumers feel heard and feel valued has necessarily changed. The word that I think of when you talk about these different channels is omni-channel. Let's talk about the Genesis partnership with Globe, right? Because you guys are going to market on an omni-channel cloud contact center or go cloud contact centers. For our listeners who may not be as familiar with an omni-channel cloud contact center, could you give them a little bit of background on just some of these capabilities which you actually were starting to talk about? If we talk about it in plain English, it's really a communications platform that enables companies to deliver the high quality, high value customer experiences that we were just talking about. If you want to engage with them on Messenger, you'd like a response that demonstrates that the company knows who you are and where you've come from, and they respond to you in a way that is relevant and that signals that they they sort of understand your needs. That to me is sort of the crux of omni-channel. It's a big word, it's an industry word, but really it means being where the consumer wants to be met. So as after we talked about chat, what would be just some of the other channels that omni-channel would support? Well, there's chat, there's voice, there's social. I think when I think of omni-channel, a big partner for you obviously would be Apple. I think of like, Apple as sort of a consummate deliverer of magical experiences and an omni-channel champion. So they, the way that they deliver technology and retail in a seamless experience to me is quite magical as a consumer. You know, when you walk in there, anybody who's been in an Apple store, purchased anything from Apple, the way that it sort of fluidly transacts between email and retail and payment and those kinds of things is pretty incredible. The more channels that customers are able to communicate with you on, doesn't that make it more complex for the organization? How is it able to track all those interactions, converge them in one place, and to provide those insights so that you're always having the most relevant conversations with the customer at any point in time, regardless of the channel that they're on? That sounds really complicated. The short answer is it's magic. How the technology works, I'll leave to smarter people than me. But what you just described, that orchestration is super important. And so, you know, the technical term for this might be journey mapping, but the effect is that for the consumer, it's one that delivers 
on the consumer's desire to be known and to have their problems solved expediently and to feel that their time is valued. So we published a report last year called the Connected CX Report. It was really interesting insights about 79% of consumers want to engage with customer service employees who understand their needs. And 77% of consumers want to feel listened to. And 74% of consumers want to feel that their time is valued. You know, we talk a lot about personalization. And personalization trumps speed of resolution. If a consumer feels that they are known and heard and valued, they'll feel better than if their specific transaction is solved a little bit more quickly. And so thinking about that empathy and that empathy layer and how we can enable our client companies, our collective client companies to deliver that is pretty important. When we think about some of the features and capabilities that we enable on the company side, so making agents look smart, we have predictive analytics and we have a product called Agent Assist that sort of surfaces the right kind of information at the right time and helps an agent solve problems more expediently and in a more contextually relevant way. By putting all of those things in front of an agent as they're engaging with a consumer, we really deliver on that promise. An important word maybe just to speak more about is what you were saying is personalization, right? Because it's digital, right? Because you're omnichannel, it allows you to be much more real time it allows you to collect the data, analyze the data, so that the next time a customer calls, that agent or even that bot would, and I use one of your words again, is able to respond in a contextually relevant way that the customer feels like you are speaking specifically to them. Is that the right way to think about personalization and digital? I think that's exactly the right way to think about it how you sort of weave together those disparate elements into a seamless and smoothly orchestrated customer experience is the hard part. When I just joined Genesis, I got the question a lot, hey, congratulations on the new job, what are you doing? And so I wrote about an experience I had with Singapore Airlines. I had booked the wrong flight. My wife and the kids were going on one flight and I'd booked the wrong one. And so I was trying to make a change. And so I get on the website, a chatbot launches. It says, do you want to chat with a live agent? I said, yes. I had a little conversation with Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, I bought the wrong flight. I need to make a change. Jimmy, at a certain point, Jimmy says, hey, I need to call you because you need to pay a little bit more for this new fare. Can I call you at? I'm like, wow, I didn't have to give him my number. He knew my number because it's in their system. He calls me, gets my credit card number. We hang up. A moment later, I get an email confirming everything thinking about all the disparate features, the chatbot, the call, the email. And I felt like, wow, this is an experience that in the past might've taken an hour and I would have come out of it with a dark cloud over my head. In this case, I finished it all in five minutes and felt wonderful. And now partly with the evolution of technology, partly with the acceleration of digital transformation due to COVID, I think the customer experience portion of the business has been pushed to the fore. And what used to be thought of as a cost center is now a profit center, and it's become a business imperative. If you deliver that kind of experience, you're rewarded with loyalty. You're rewarded with referrals. You're rewarded with the opportunity to not just maintain a customer, but upsell and cross-sell them. And so I think 
It's a really interesting evolution from something that companies used to think of as like, okay, we kind of need to have this. If we don't get this right, we're going to be disintermediated or we're going to be blown out by our competitors and things like that. I think for a lot of companies, right, certainly like even in the telco business, to some degree, it's a commodity, right? And people expect it like having electricity or water and you really win the day by differentiated uh, customer experience and personalization. If you did a chat kind of a customer experience, as recent as three years ago, it was quite terrible. I've been on some recently that they're actually quite good. Remember this one I had ordered, I think it was a cybersecurity thing for my computer and I clicked the wrong buttons and I was trying to undo my order and then there was no place to call this person and I clicked the chat with this person. It was so responsive. It's kind of a scary thing. They knew what my keystrokes were and they could very readily tell me that you actually know, I see what you're saying. You clicked the wrong one. You should have clicked this. Let me undo it for you. And you know, this is the right pack. And this is all on chat. This is not voice. And then they confirmed it very, very quickly within like five, 10 minutes, what my new order was and thank you for my business. What you're talking about is an interesting confluence of technology and human interaction. And you need both, right? I think you need both. I think technology and some of the underpinning capability that we've been talking about, the journey mapping and the predictive analytics and the ability, as you say, for this person to actually see every single step you've taken along the way results in a better outcome. But it was made more perfect by having, there was a human behind it. I think the technology layer married with the specific and correct human interaction at the right time is what makes it more magical. Again, the two keywords that are just resonating with me right now is really the omni-channel and personalization. Technology changes so fast, but so do the customers, right? I was listening to a cognitive voice bot <laughs> recently, and this robot was speaking both in what they call it Taglish, both Tagalog and English. Technology is just advancing in leaps and bounds, but I think that fundamentals of knowing the customer through personalization and omni-channel, I think will continue. And, and you know, look, the technology will evolve, but the constants are going to be just to know how your customer is changing, what their needs are, how to solve their problems. So I think the insights through digital, the options through omni-channel with the end goal of personalization, I think are probably the key tenets to continue to evolve as also the customer and the market evolves. I think what, what you said there was really important about like customer and consumer expectation, right? Now I have a lot of customer engagements on WhatsApp in the same way I would have a conversation with you or my kids on WhatsApp. And in the past, I would have thought, oh, that feels too close to home or too personal, or I want to talk to someone. And now I would actually be annoyed if I had to talk to a CSR. I'm very happy to be multitasking. I'm working or I'm driving or I'm doing something else. And I can engage with a CSR about an issue and have them solve my problem using this platform that just a few years ago was not in my life. Aside the capabilities of 
omnichannel cloud platform seems quite comprehensive. You mentioned earlier it's both for enterprise and small business. And just wondering, what are just some of the fundamental things that a small business could be benefiting with this platform? Our cloud solution flexes up and down, and we have features and functionalities that are totally relevant to a small shop and large alike. And we have the ability to sort of flex up and down with the business model and flex up and down with paid per usage models and handle things like seasonality for companies that are going to be busy at one like Christmas time only and then don't really need as much capability the rest of the year and things like that. Our packages are designed for every size company. Could you speak more about that? A lot of companies, whether enterprise or small, they're thinking they're approval process to their board or to the owner was they thought it was going to save them money, right? But I think more and more companies are realizing it's really the consumption-based model that allows you to optimize and when you need it and that it's consumption-based so you're not over-provisioning, if you will, as traditional on-premise. Where are the customers in, in terms of understanding the real value proposition of uh, cloud native type of contact center platform? I'd rather talk about what are you trying to accomplish and what are the expectations of your consumers rather than price. Now, I think we have a lot of slick presentation decks that show total cost of ownership of this versus that. And total cost of ownership is, does come down. The legacy platforms are more maintenance intensive and labor intensive. And so when you're on a cloud platform, which is optimized once for tens of thousands of customers and where the requirements of the market are sort of baked in to this solution that's scaled and you don't have to go, as someone who manages that platform at a company, you don't have to call Genesis and say, hey, I need this feature because my customers are demanding because probably Every other company wants that feature as well. And so at the next release, next week, that feature frequently comes into play. Costs do come down because it's a scaled model. The ability to consume as needed and flex up and down, again, for like retail adjacent companies that have spikes, 11-11 or Christmas time or Valentine's Day or summertime or things like that. We can talk about how much it's going to cost you and, you know, what are your needs going to be over time? But I think the benefits of being in a cloud environment are clear. Whether you're a large customer or you're a small customer trying to improve the customer experience, right? If you're, let's say, a professional practice, a lawyer or a doctor, if this can work for you, even if you just needed five seats or five licenses, and you can ramp up and down and just pay for what you need and match the timing of let's say revenues and expenses better, right? If it does all those things and achieve that, I serve my customers better and they can contact me in so many different ways. It actually works whether you're large or small. Maybe switching gears a little bit, we're hearing that the modern workplace or the modern way of working is gonna be to work from anywhere. Genesis, will it support a work from anywhere type of new world? Well, yeah, of course. If we can think of a silver lining of COVID, right? It has been the acceleration of digital transformation in a lot of businesses and the recognition that the way the workforce is going to engage 
is different for, and I don't know if it's forever changed, but it feels like it's going to be a hybrid workplace for the rest of my career. The ability of call center agents to work from anywhere and to work on all kinds of different equipment is supported. The ability to be flexible with, again, the licenses as you need them and to support seasonality is there. The ability to enable all this feature-rich capability on so many different platforms to make the CSRs and the agents as capable as they want to be, as knowledgeable as they want to be, to make them look smart, whether they're at home or they're at a call center, all of that is part of the solution. I guess the synonym to cloud is ubiquity. The world is just going straight to the internet, to cloud, as opposed to going to on-premise, then to the application. But I guess maybe something to highlight is ubiquity or omnichannel doesn't just refer to the customer reaching you. It also refers to the employee or the operations supporting those customers who are reaching you omnichannel. As often in terms of cloud, the other part of the cloud discussion is cybersecurity, right? The more you are working from anywhere, the more you're omnichannel, that you are exposed mm. to more threat vectors from which the criminals, cyber criminals can get at you. Is the Go Cloud Contact Center secure? Well, the short answer is yes, of course. Security is a feature, not a nice to have, it's a must have. Our main industry that we service is BFS. We are the platform of choice for many of the largest banks around the world. And so given that responsibility that we're entrusted with by these storied brands and by these companies and organizations that are regulated and that have an expectation of the highest level of confidentiality and trust, security is at the core of what we do. And so I think any company should feel secure working with the GoCCC, working with the Genesis platform, and knowing that security is, while not something that's visible, right, to you and me, is something that is foundational and hence elicits that trust if my little old lady mother wants to talk about her bank account with a call center agent, she needs to be sure that it's secure. So do many, many other people. We're getting to a point, at least in the Philippines, where if you interviewed all the executives, at least 90% of them will know that they need to prioritize and invest in cloud. I would say right next to that is cybersecurity. That's you know increasingly at the very the front burner of boardrooms. Sure. So everybody knows they need to do it, right? But at the same time, a lot of these companies have already made investments, other choices in the past. So there are a lot of contact center platforms out in use out there already. But let's say you come across one of these guys and they agree, they nod their head, they're excited, they feel important, all the things that you're talking about. How would you advise that customer to whether to integrate to replace, to help them overcome, let's call it legacy technology debt? Well, they should immediately get rid of whatever they have and implement the GoCCC solution. Now, um, that's, a, that's a joke. That's a flippant remark, but look, most executives understand that they are on a journey of digital transformation. And if they've made investments in the past and they have a certain life cycle that they expect, 
that's okay, right? Not every customer is going to be at the same place in their customer journey. What I would say is have a taste, especially if you're talking about enterprise customers where you and I mostly play. This stuff doesn't happen overnight and you can implement it quickly if that's what you so desire. But if it's going to take a while to get your stakeholders on board, if it's going to take a while for a large organization to transform into the digital organization that it aspires to be in the future, try it out. You can take a small portion of your organization and start testing things out and see how it goes and then give yourself a chance to understand how the new technologies enable you to meet the needs of consumers where they are today. I think that's a good idea. You don't have to do everything on the cloud on the very first day. Right. You can actually pick, let's say you might just be doing outbound sales and try it for a smaller proportion just to really understand how it works and how it could be impactful. So, and then it's over a period of time that you might then fully migrate to a cloud first kind of strategy. This has been an incredible discussion. It makes one realize just how important omnichannel cloud contact center capabilities are and what's possible with a next generation platform. Businesses these days can't afford to simply offer their products or services and just leave it at that. The demand for omnichannel touch points to make it easier for the customer to do business with you and the need for more insights to serve the customer better are, in my mind, the main reasons to adopt a platform like Genesis Cloud. Any parting thoughts on this, Asa? I agree with you, and I think it is a business imperative for a lot of companies to reimagine and involve their customer touch points and recognize that how they engage with customers will really impact their brand value and how consumers think about them and will impact their ability to thrive and grow in the future. And so I'm thrilled to be in partnership with Globe and to be driving this kind of innovation into the business ecosystem in the Philippines and beyond. So thank you for the time today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, as we are also excited. And I believe that wraps things up. Asaf, thank you very much for sharing with us your insights and, and expertise in the last 30 minutes. My pleasure. I'll hopefully see you in Manila soon, Peter. I look forward to that. And for our listeners out there, thanks for tuning in to our conversation with Asaf. Tornopolsky of Genesis, our partner for GoCloud Contact Center. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a few things as well. I'm Peter McCara. Join us on our next episode for another illuminating discussion on business and tech here on Clockwork. Clockwork.